Hey gang, and welcome to AU Radio, episode number 38. My name is Corey, and with me as always is... George. Ian. Donnie. I'm Katie. And Travis. And that's everybody, and a bag of chips. And a bag of chips. <laughs> Which has its own <laughs> microphone. I have to start off and say thank you, Donnie, for the salsa. I'm looking forward to tearing into that later. I just like that we literally have everything and a bag of chips. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Right? It's all coming together. We were so well behaved this intro. I, I, it's almost unsettling. Like, oh, I know. what do we do now? Oh, God. Holy crap. So how's everybody doing? Good. <laughs> My back there hurt. you go. You made it nice and awkward. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of that was George sidled up to the microphone like three times. Yep. <laughs> Is it me? Do I say it? I found a baby on the ground. Dude, oh my god! <laughs> tell the story. Yeah, tell yeah. it. It's really not that crazy, but I went. I was going Monday. Yeah, Monday afternoon. I was going to pick up cash from school, and opened the front door, and there was a wiener dog on my porch. And I looked down at the wiener dog, and I was like, "Well, oh, uh, that's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly." Yay! <laughs> and so he. He jumps down and runs across the the front yard, and I'm just watching this dog. I'm like, what was going on here? And I realized he was trying to get somebody's attention, so I like follow him with my eyes, and as I look over, there's this baby laying on the ground <laughs> out, in, out in the neighbor's yard. My God. And so I ran over and was like, from a wide berth, trying to look <laughs> to see, like, make sure... Nobody had the front door open or something like, you know. Yeah. You don't want a creepy, fat, bearded tattoo guy <laughs> running up on your kid. Hey! But Unless it, he's wearing spandex and a cape. <gasps> valid. <laughs> but I wasn't. It was Monday. Okay. It's laundry day, Ian. I understand. Anyway, so I go cutting over and the door's pretty much like cracked. And I'm like, oh my God, this baby wiggled the front door open and fell out of this house. Oh my god. Which is pretty much exactly what he did. And then I made falling out of cribs jokes all day long, even though nobody appreciated it. <laughs> You're a superhero, man. I'm like genuinely <laughs> like you averted a situation. You listened to an animal. That's respectable. It was crazy, man. So we pick up the kid and uh he was like just panicking, but not crying. Like he didn't quite know what yeah, I mean, obviously he's yeah. just worried. So I pick him up and I'm knocking on the door and I'm screaming in the house and nothing. <gasps> Like, just a ghost town. And I think I've stumbled across something way worse. Oh, my God. Which is where my brain would go Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. A crime has been committed, and there's a, this baby is the lone witness, and now i got to put him in the witness protection program. Then he has to turn we into a superhero. To, we have to go on the lamb. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, long story short, ended up yelling, and, and dude comes up. He had gone downstairs to do laundry. His wife had just left for the store, and apparently she didn't get the door shut all the way. Mm. And kid went looking for mom. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Well, oh my god. Thank you. <laughs> it was Jeez. totally scary, though. It was a heck of a story here in the middle of the week. I'll tell you. Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> banana sticker for Corey. Jeez. Oh, banana sticker for the dog too. Come That's on, this dog yeah. had enough sense to go find somebody. And what happened right? to the dog? Dude, he just went back in the house. <laughs> it was like my job's done. Oh, that was their dog? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. He was just like, yo, yo. And nobody was listening at the house because it's just a dog barking. Yeah. It's just so he was like, well, I'll go find somebody else. <laughs> Screw you guys. Did you get You're... the dog's name? No. <laughs> Who's a wiener dog? I was going to say that we could have a whole new series right here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not last week. I tried to get him to come on, but 
his mm. his agent cost too much. Oh my god, that was me. Whole new wow. segment called Rescue Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> Rescue Wieners nine one one. No, Donnie. <sighs> the sequel to the background art that they had to take out of um oh man, what was that Disney show? The Rescuers. Rescue Rangers? No, no the Rescuers. No, the Rescuers. Yeah. Oh. The one with uh, yeah, what was the it? British mice. Yeah, yeah. Bob yeah. Newhart. Why did they put that yeah. in there? Because <laughs> uh, animators are bored half the time. Oh, so they they're like, they're this really will funny. screw with me. They work like 28 hours a day. And oh my <laughs> the God. same reason Tyler Durden <laughs> would so actively cut frames in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you become that disillusioned, things become more entertaining. <laughs> So Donnie posted the picture in the chat. Not I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, of mm. Zachary Levi, Chuck as Shazam. Oh man! <laughs> no, no. Am I the only one that thought he looked good? Yes, you are. <laughs> my fa- no. Here's the thing. My I f- thought it looked good. My favorite part about that, and I said this on the group chat, was the very obvious pec and tricep and bicep and shoulder pads to make him look way buffer than he is. That dude is ripped. He's not that r- Okay, he but I could, I could see the line He's between more Muppet the- now than man. <laughs> 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 I could see the line between his actual arm and the pad. It's not that's not him. Yeah, that didn't look good. That no. was like that was mid '90s Flash TV series. That looked Level like a bad. Yeah, that looked yeah, like a sixty dollar like Halloween costume. <laughs> I love that horrible costume. suit, though. <laughs> I did too. Looked like a sixty dollar Halloween costume from BuyCostumes.com. It was not good. I got the thought in did, my head that he looks like that Jimmy Fallon, and I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> he does. He looks like Jimmy Fallon. And to me, in the pictures that I saw, he looks like Jimmy Fallon wearing a superhero suit. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. Does he, he does. have that same like shitting grin? That was what the, the one picture that I saw. He totally vibing that. I don't know why. And with the Rock playing Black Adam against him, no, I, yeah, there's come on, there's no way. I guess I forgot about that. Dear right? God. Wait, wait. I, wait. Just I like know. The, I know they're going for a comedic effect, but I like the idea of. Oh, Chuck they are. Being Shazam, okay. Though. Do we have this wrong? I mean, is it? Is this? Have the, is there new technology we don't know about? <gasps> it's like instead of because Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds had the same problem, right? They just made him wear a green suit and then they CG'd it. Maybe we're going to see a CG body on this dude. After no. Mustache Gate, anything is possible. I believe. Did you, uh, anybody see <laughs> I that want to. Mark Strong has been cast as the second, uh, for the second time as a villain in the DC Universe. He's going to be Dr. Sivana. Really? Yep. Huh. Yep, I just saw a picture of that before uh, coming up. I don't know. That's the ball Sivana. dude, right? Yeah, he was an Estro in the Green Lantern movie, which <laughs> is what made me think of it. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, okay. Which he was the only good part of that movie, I will say. I was about that. to say the same thing. He I was, really liked him as Sinestro. Yep, yep. I really couldn't stand Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan. That's fair. It's because he's not Hal Jordan. Right. He's... Wade Wilson. Well, yeah, <laughs> he could be. He could have been Barry Allen. Nobody wants that. I think he could have been a good Barry Allen. He would have been a better Barry Allen than Hal Jordan for yeah. sure. Who's worse, Wally West or Wesley Crusher? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and if you get that banana sticker for you, <laughs> a lot of people didn't like Wesley Crusher. <laughs> and Wally West is kind of a jerk. It's true. Mm. I don't think Will Wheaton even liked. Uh, <laughs> which which Green Lantern I did, was I it? liked him better than I liked Beverly Crusher. No. You take that back. <laughs> I won't just because Gates it's McFadden a thing. is a saint. Okay. <laughs> which um, Green Lantern was it that dated an underage girl in the comics? Oh, 
Probably Alan's guy. Or Kyle Rayner? I don't oh, know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Do you guys, re- sure. No, you're do you right. guys remember you're right. that storyline? It it's pretty old. Was it the one, the girl that got shoved into the fridge? No, it was. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's I, a whole <laughs> other story. Because that no, happened too. But. I think it was like mid 80s. It was definitely Silver Age. Um, it was. So it wasn't Kyle Rayner. Mm. No, so, it yeah, then it, it would have been Hal then. At that no, point. it would have been the, the, the jock guy. Oh, Guy. Guy Gardner? Guy Gardner. Yeah. Okay. So what happened was this, it was another lantern from a different planet, but she was like 14 or like 14, 16, something like that. And she was in love with him. And he was like, no, I'm good. I'm not trying to catch a case. I'm, I'm so good. You're but way too young That other planet was me. Kentucky, so it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she just made herself older. You know, She was like, I'm an adult now, Katie, so now I, we can date. And she did for like three years. I find it very strange. How deep your comic knowledge goes in some places. <laughs> <laughs> As if you only read certain issues from certain years. Do you want to hear about how Wolverine slaughtered like 20 of all of his children? One time. The one time. No, there was like 30 of them. Wow. Yeah. It was terrifying. It was really emotionally taxing on him. But... <laughs> so is the implication here Wolverine's a No, so she, she did date Hal Jordan. Yeah. How do you know? Th- how? This isn't fair. You're not allowed to be able to go that deep that quickly. You can't do it. I didn't do well in high school my first two years. I read all your messages on Facebook, oh, and they're you? about yeah. men with beards wearing makeup so smoothly. And it just... <laughs> this tweaks my brain to go from that to this. Here's the thing. I'm. This is going to sound really, really just probably the worst thing I've ever said. I'm super, super smart. So, but exactly. I expected more to that sentence. No, I'm not done. Your boss is laughing. I'm I'm very, very smart, but it's only like very selectively. I don't care about most, if it bores me, I have absolutely no interest in learning about it. But if I want to know how a dude wears professional grade makeup with a beard, I will research it for hours. Did you get to the bottom of it? No. Well, then. <laughs> it's because she never used Google. She just The mystery it. continues. <laughs> this was the whole problem when we started this game. <laughs> Katie. So, speaking uh, of Green Lantern. Yeah. Donnie. Okay. <laughs> you got the beep button ready? <gasps> so, okay. this week, DC announced that they are currently courting Tom Cruise to play Green Lantern in any of the upcoming... It's lies. Lies, Donnie. That's not true. Fake news. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Fake news. I call fake news. news. And I will stand by that no matter what evidence might come across my path. Like, like so I sourced in line for the movie. I sourced three different articles because I thought there's no way that could be real. And three of the the main comic book websites that I, I frequent. All cited that it's it's they're in talks. They're trying to woo him for a Green Lantern. Have they said which Lantern? So there's only one that he could play. And so the the what I'm hearing is the movie they're trying to make is a Green Lantern core, right? So he could be any of them. Yeah. If he's gonna no, he he's not gonna play. Jordan, he's not gonna. Yeah, he's not gonna play a secondary Green Lantern. No, wait, he did yeah. Top Gun, so he does have precedence, but. With Hal Jordan. Wasn't that it, Tom Cruise yeah. would have been fine that. if we made a Green Lantern movie in 1988. Oh, yeah. I know Tyrese Gibson has been courting to, to play Jon Stewart for like yeah, a decade now. That, yeah. 
that dude is crazy pants. What if they... Now, hold on. What was the name of the original Green Lantern? It was Alan Scott. Alan yeah. Scott. Alan okay. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're pulling the wool over everybody's eyes, and we're going to see an Alan... Because his set of, or suite of powers was more like Doctor Strange. Yeah, it was magical. Right. Yeah. So maybe this is DC's answer to that. Maybe they're pulling him. And Mike. his magic was outdone by wood. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> is that My the and the color yellow. So the number two pencil was his greatest weakness. Damn. Accurate. I didn't come up with that. Maybe they're going to pull a Michael Bay with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They just do worst case scenario and that's what they project out and people freak out and then they're like, okay, well, we're not going to do that. So, but isn't this better than the alternative? So they don't get as mad. What? I hate it. (laughs) I hate it too. Do we have a topic this week? We do. and, (gasps) And well, we had a guess that I was kind of putting that around. And now we have a bag of chips. <laughs> bag of chips, what do you think? So the topic Crinkle. was going to be uh, comic books and their impact on our lives. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, because that's kind of a huge topic and we can go deep with it. But we had a comic book-based guest who... Uh, maybe we got the wires crossed. We're not quite sure. She was talking about being here yesterday. Scheduling's (laughs) tough, man. Yeah, and so things happen. Uh, But that being the case, we can still talk about it, but I would rather we have it when she's here. I understand. Well, I'll tell you what. I didn't see a whole lot in the news this week, but one thing that did stand out to me uh, is that Tim Allen is interested in... Being the Green Lantern? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Which one? Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I would like that better than Tom Cruise. I'd be entirely into that, actually. Yeah. No, he wanted to come back to home improvement. What? (gasps) Yeah. They just brought back Roseanne. Why not? Exactly. Just do all of it. I'm so down. (laughs) Well, then you roll the Green Lantern into it, and then you just got him out there with like giant hammers and stuff. I'd be totally fine. So not only if Richard Kern comes along and is in the the (laughs) Lantern Corps with him, like Richard Kern is Kilowog. Yes, I mean so (laughs) nobody else. It won't happen. And so. because he was very bitter when Last Man Standing got canceled, yeah. he claimed ABC, it was all politics because he's really outspoken and a conservative now and all this. And when he left, I think he kind of left with really, really bad blood between him and ABC. So I don't see ABC going, sure, we'll give you another show. Let's go for it. But I could be wrong. Maybe Roseanne's going to make a billion dollars for him and they're going to revive everything else. I, I doubt it, but you I think- don't. You think he burned his bridges? I think, yes. I think he burned the bridges and then threw the matches in after it. (laughs) But he's. But what is Richard Kern doing? Hmm? What is Richard Kern doing? He might have enough pull. He's still hosting no. game shows. Is he? Is he? Yeah, that's right. He's got on the game show network. For the first first 16 years of my life, I thought that guy was Billy Mays. Oh. You're telling me Al from Home Improvement died of a cocaine overdose? I thought they were the same person. <laughs> that explains the steely gaze. <laughs> <laughs> so, go ahead. Oh, you look like you were about to say something. Oh, I'll go. You, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, me, yeah, me, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Gotham, the TV show Gotham. Right. Uh, apparently announced that the end of this season is going to contain the story arcs for No Man's Land and The, La- uh, the Long Halloween. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are huge stories. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, possible. so like the the chopped up, you know. Well, Batman's still a kid on that show. I right. don't know yeah. what they're gonna do. <sighs> what is, I'm so glad I jumped I, ship three episodes in. I wanted, I wanted to see George's mustache. See, that's the whole <laughs> reason I wrote that down. 
That show has always confounded me, though. Yeah, with how it's they really just so. Keep if throwing you, everybody no, in. if you watch it as its own standalone universe and don't pretend it's the actual Batman storyline, it's its own like an alternate reality. It's not a bad show. I've enjoyed what I watched. I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, this season. Uh, Poison Ivy came out of a cocoon as Poison Ivy is a full-grown adult. It, was it the same character that kind of been planting, planting ah! hey! as Pamela? Pamela, I usually yes. use whatever. So, well, yeah. so okay. first it was the little girl, yep. and then she fell into some sludge and became an adult, and then that adult got put into a cocoon <laughs> and came out with Poison Ivy's powers. Okay, See, there, well, of course. There are way too. Okay, how many times have we That's sat so here bad. and said? You know, it's not bad if you just recognize it as its own thing. If you tie it to this XYZ universe, I'm tired of doing that. If you're going to make something as, it's, oh, it's inspired by this, do something along, I don't know, I don't know. I disagree do something with, that works. I disagree with you 100%. Why? Me too. Because I like, I like the old, so that brings me to my next topic of news, the DC Black Label, which is coming out. The DC Black Ooh. Label is... It's all going to be drawn by uh, by that guitarist from Ozzy Osbourne's band. Yeah, it's all Zach Wilde's art. <laughs> all nice, <those>. nice. <gasps> Anywho, <laughs> no. So it's basically Elseworlds. It's a bunch of non-canon stories. It's a what if situation. Well, sort of, but they're they're. Their way of handling that has always been better than Marvel's, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, all these, most of my favorite DC storylines were Elseworlds stories. Kingdom Come, Red Sun. Yep. Uh, Gotham by Gaslight. There's, uh, they're awesome. Anytime you right. take these characters and do something that's not canon but is different, and create your own, I love that. I want to see. I want to see other people's interpretations of things. It doesn't have to just strictly follow this. Or I hate it. That's why I get wrapped up with... That's why fans ruin everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, you get you get into something, and you're like, yeah, and then everybody's just, I hate this because it wasn't what I expected. I Take get... your expectations, put them in a drawer, come to the movie, and we'll talk about it afterwards. I get what you're saying. <laughs> and think about it. Batman's pushing 100, what is he, 80 years now? Superman turns 80 this year. Okay, yeah. so 75, yeah. somewhere in there. And that timeline's gotten a little convoluted. Let's admit it. It's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, to he started as a detective, it, and the now whole he's Batman fighting universe gods. Is kind of a mess right now. Sure. So Gotham basically is starting from square one and building their own universe with the, the Batman mythos. You can't have heroes and villains who are aging at a different rate and then put them all in the same show and expect to be canon. You know, it's right. Do you like the Disney movie Hercules? Yeah. <laughs> Do you yes, like and I about un- gladiators. <laughs> yes, and I understand the problem with that one. Your argument is now invalid. <laughs> so, I I get what you're saying, and to an extent, I I get what you're saying. You're dumb and wrong. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> so I think the problem with and the reason for me at least, and I agree with you when it comes to the Elseworld stuff. I. I do like Disney or DC's better than Marvel's because Marvel likes to infect everything with the Elseworld stories. They oh, like to I see what you're saying, yeah. They like to bring it into everybody else's universe and it ties into why people are 
can't just be like, okay, well, I like Iron Man and just Iron Man and I just want to read Iron Man. You can't do it with Marvel. You have to be reading 10 other stories. Yeah. Honestly. And that's my issue with it. But I get what you're saying. Well, with Gotham, they have kept that universe isolated completely. You've got all the other CW shows, Flash, uh, Arrow... Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Which they, they're bringing Constantine as a full-time cast member. Yes. Oh, sick. So you've got all those are intertwined, which can lead to some messy storytelling. Mm-hmm. But Gotham is its own thing. They haven't brought in guest stars from other shows. It's a standalone unit, and it's worked because of that. If they try to start mixing all these other universes in with it, if they try to bring in superman or wonder woman into this type of universe yes i agree it's going to be a complete mess at that point Mm -hmm. but like smallville if it's just its own thing exactly right now it's working and the storytelling you actually get to see people like the penguin like riddler you get to see sides of them that you you will never get to see in the comics I mean, you while think I'm a, not a fan of the show, I 100 percent agree yeah. with you. It's, and yeah. I mean, I my biggest gripe about Gotham is they keep teasing the the kid from Shameless as not the Joker. But yeah, they keep saying that he's more of an idea than an actual. Right. Person. That's my my only yeah. weak link with that is the way they keep presenting him. And he announced today that by the end of this season, he's playing two different characters. Right. <laughs> and either pull him out as he's going to find he is the Joker or. Do something different with him. Quit teasing us with this. Yeah. For I think we're on the second season of him doing this. Last season, he actually did the whole cut the face off thing. Oh. Yeah, Staple he it did back the on. Mm. Yeah, the death of the family thing. Right. I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So I understand that it's not canon and that right. everybody's like aging different rates. Right. So are we just completely ignoring that they turned? So does he eventually have a kid with somebody? Uh, Commissioner Gordon. So that's where I'm a little confused because he started out with Barbara. Right. And she's now a bad guy and crazy. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be the same Barbara in the end? I Maybe he meets another Barbara. I can't see <laughs> those two <laughs> having kids at this re- the way the relationship's gone. So, no, point. they painted her as more like a Harley Quinn at this point. Like kind she's, she's off the rails. She, she, she is off the rails, but she's more of a, a mob boss crazy than okay. just a super villain so, crazy. Okay. my thing is because I I've watched three episodes of it and mm-hmm. I and I just they it didn't grab me right um and I was like okay so this is going to be canon it's the story about Commissioner Gordon back in the day and my thought is because women don't typically name their daughters after themselves I mean sometimes they do but not typically if my husband said I want to name our daughter Our after my ex. Daughter after my ex girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm with you on that. What? One. <laughs> That's gross. That's my I story. would leave so fast. Well, no, if you were expecting so a daughter at that even point. Even in the comics, I mean, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, Commissioner Gordon's wife has really never been a major character. I mean, there's been some afterthought discussions about her, but you really never see Mrs. Gordon. It's because he's in love with the job. That's all you ever see is Mrs. Gordon. It's all just metaphorical. I That's why were... I got confused when the son showed up and he was evil and bad. Not in the, the show, but in the comics. In the Scott Snyder I thought story. They yeah. Were... yeah. Are they not divorced? I don't. I think she was. She's dead in the comics. Well, originally, I'm not sure with all the new reboots of Batman. But so many timelines. I think she is. Yeah. I, I I think she's been dead. I don't. 
I think he was raising Barbara as <laughs> the fact that people at this table don't orphan. know what's going on with, <laughs> with Gordon's know. wife in so, comics is bad sign. So the last I it heard, really is yeah. well, like I said, we've rebooted the the DC universe three times in the last five years. So it's yeah, you're trying yeah. to play catch up with right, people. Yeah. and it's almost like we're the auxiliary at... characters at this point they've kind of just taken a back seat completely. Do you know, but do you know how you learn about these things, how we get back into it and learn it. Comics Corner with George. <gasps> <laughs> oh, what? Ding, 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 hey, so sorry ding, I was gone ding, last week, ding, guys. Ding, I was ding, up at Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, it was really, really good. Um, only oh, don't back it off when the <laughs> things come in. Oh. It, uh, I do like the, when the things come in, so. just for future <laughs> reference. Okay. Um, but no, it was really good. Um, just the bite-sized version of the most fun things. Uh, Rachel and I went up together. Uh, we got Stan Sakai to sign our Yusagi Ojimbo hardcover. Nice. Giddy, giddy is all get out about that. Um, I got a commission, a Hellboy commission from Jim Mafood. And if anybody wants to see the picture of that, I'll, I'll show you. Uh, and if so we can put it up on, jealous. if we can put that up on the <laughs> on the Facebook, I totally will because it's a super awesome commission. I'm yeah, so, I'm stoked. I, I can do that right now. Actually, you sent it to me. I did. Um, and then Rachel was able to go and show off her new tattoo to the artist that did the original work. Which was a lot of fun. Nice. So it's kind of fun, um, but yeah, it was just a great time. We just did a lot of walking around, which we don't normally do, um, but just seeing what there is to see, it's always a good time. Excellent. Did so. How much did the artist charge for a signature on the tattoo? <laughs> is there a flat rate on that? Or uh, it? Actually, it, she, it, the artist is actually a really big fan of her, and so was super stoked to see her and see the tattoo and all that. So Excellent. it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, comics. I can't remember for the life of me what came out last week. If you guys did, you guys talk about anything? Last we did. Week? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I, I take it you didn't listen to the show last <gasps> week. Not yet. Oh, I totally had meant Rude. to, but I was Avocado out. Avocado sticker. Oh, come on. <laughs> but anyways, on to this week's comics. Um, a really, uh, really weird one that actually got published in uh, the UK a couple years ago, I believe, uh, but is now coming out in the American market. Um, it's called The Highest House. It's like, it's a magazine-sized comic, so it's a little bit uh, weird to store, but at the same time, the artwork is gorgeous. Um, it looks impressive. Yeah, it's it is. Um, it's done by the team that did his comic called The Unwritten, which was just a comic book lover's like dream of like a weird fantasy story that blended the world of literature and and the real world and all that. I think a copy of that might be living with me today. I I highly recommend it. Um, <laughs> we got a two shot of Batman this week with uh, the second part of. Do either of the Batman? Talk about Commissioner Gordon's wife. I don't believe so. No, oh, I, not covered in these particular. This does issues. not back up why I started Comics Corner. <laughs> can I Google? Can I talk? Can I interrupt Comics Corner for just one second? I did Google it. Barbara Gordon's mom name. Mom's name is Barbara Eileen Gordon, and her and Commissioner Gordon are divorced. Good to know. Just so you know. But Google. she's not dead. She's not dead. Oh. She just Might as well. named her daughter after herself, which is weird, but whatever. I'm not here to judge. I was expecting her name to be Martha, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that name? Oh, God. But, uh, Anyways. Yeah, no, no, it's all Batman. good. Indeed. Uh, so we got the second part of the Everybody Loves Ivy story where Poison Ivy. <laughs> oh, finally. <laughs> Only like three minutes late. That's okay. Next week, Ian sits on Sorry. the soundboard. <laughs> I only just noticed it. Trust me, we said Batman like twenty times in a sentence. Okay. Well, last time I did it right in the middle of his sentence. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Anyways, Comics Corner with George. No, it's, it's all good. Uh, Poison Ivy has taken over the entire world, Woo! and uh, and except for Batman and Catwoman, and they're fighting the Justice League in this issue. Um, and so then what? Yeah. it's the original ending to Little Shop of Horrors. Yes, <laughs> right. yes, I dig it. It's the, it. the audiences didn't like it, so they changed it. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sure that'll happen in DC too. Yep. Uh, part six of White Knight. Uh, Still the best thing running. Is, this is kind of the a, a turning point, not to say what happens, but a thing that some of us have been waiting for happens at, towards the end of this issue. Uh, so yeah, let that tease you as much as you want. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, Kate, Katie's <laughs> reaching for it. I want it. You're a consummate professional, George. <laughs> uh, Constipated professionals. I do what I can. <laughs> no, Corey. <laughs> Uh, Dan Slott is winding down his run on Amazing Spider-Man. It's only got uh, four issues left, including this one that's out this week, um, and it's got a it's got a really awesome cover of Norman Osborn in the old classic Green Goblin outfit on the cover, and uh, things are gonna go crazy. It's called Go Down Swinging, which I think is what Dan Slott's trying to do. Nah, yeah. And you were really excited for who was coming up. Next yes, yeah. yes. So after Dan Slott is done, uh, the wonderful, amazing kinetic. Graphically violent Ryan Otley is jumping Ooh. on to Spider-Man, and I encourage anybody that that wants to read in a great superhero comic with wonderful illustration. I mean, I haven't read it yet, but it's Ryan Otley, and you can't go wrong. Uh, he, check. he did Invincible. Yes, for most of the entire run. Um, other artist Corey Walker did a little bit at the beginning, and then jumped in here and there. But pretty much that entire run with Robert Kirkman was his art, and it's phenomenal. A uh, couple other uh, kind of weird uh, off the beaten path number ones this week. We got a uh, the number one of Shade the Changing Woman coming from the Young Animal stuff, uh, which is just dovetailing out of the Milk Wars weirdness that just happened last month. Uh, when that collected edition comes out, if you want something weird and wacky but entertaining and super, oh man, deep, <laughs> deep <laughs> cut weirdness, uh, check out the Milk Wars when that comes out because it's going to be crazy. Uh, two shot from the Hellboy universe. We got Rasputin. You're and still not talking about, uh, dude. You've danced around this comic like four times. He's saving it. Okay, He's all right, all right. <laughs> I want to hear about it, but can, continue. <laughs> uh, it's it's actually yeah. No, I was no, gonna. No. I was, okay, go ahead. Yeah, do, do what you're doing. You're uh, doing good. Koshki, the Deathless, and Rasputin both coming out this week. Uh, it's the last issue of Rasputin, uh, telling stories that kind of bounce between Professor Broom and Rasputin himself, um, just explaining his rise to, to power and what led up to him summoning Hellboy to that's, this earth. That's been a fun run. It's yeah. been really good. Indeed. I didn't Indeed. realize they hadn't told this story. Uh, they're going into more detail. They've kind of touched on certain elements, but they're doing the deep cut. Nice. Um, Koshki was great. It's telling weird stories from a <laughs> tertiary character in the Hellboy universe, but it's been really good, and it does give background flavor to some of the, some of the weirder mythology stuff that goes on. Um, all right, three number ones to wrap it all off in the end. Um, from Marvel, we've got Infinity Countdown, which is leading up into what I'm sure is their event that's kind of being structured around the whole Avengers theme they got going Infinity on. Infinity Wars. Right, Infinity <laughs> Wars and the movie and all that kind of stuff. But um, really, really interesting so far. It's got the, the stones are about in the universe and everybody's kind of trying to vie for them and prevent Thanos from collecting them all together and whatnot. It kind of sounds like the movie. Didn't you say Wolverine has one in the comic? <laughs> yeah, he has a yeah. space stone. The space yep. stone? Yep. Does anyone else find the color scheme for Infinity Wars offensive? <laughs> the the super fluorescent Yeah. Bright. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over this comic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually love it. <laughs> really? I do. <sighs> I, I enjoyed it. I have not been reading. It's a bit much for me. Like I, I, I see so much Marvel stuff that 
Well, they're kind of channeling the 90s, really. Yeah, yeah. it's classic 90s you know, cover. I not thought of it that way. That's, that's the feeling that I get from a lot of these kind of cosmic ones that they're doing right now. So I saw the solicitation for the variant covers for Action Comics 1000. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, and they actually do a variant cover for each decade. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so there's Ooh. like 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Yep. And I, I, I was so disappointed in myself because I go, I'm like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. And then I saw the one from the 90s. I was like, yeah! Oh, uh, that <laughs> one. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, there's there's some really cool covers in that I know. it's it's pretty awesome. Um Gideon Falls from Jeff Lemire from Image. Uh super excited uh to see where this one goes. Um it's it's a whole lot of setup in this first one. Um It looks like it's gonna be a nice little horror comic though. Yeah, yeah. I I'll be honest, I am blanking on uh what I was going to talk about this comic. Do, you read it. Do you want to talk about it a second? Um well, I think that kind of says it all without <laughs> gi- giving it away. It, it's it's a nice build up. Like there's this crazy guy that sees stuff going on. That's right. And, that's right. That's right. And well, you know what? What to they're going to the, do with that? To describe is, the cover, um, just for those of you listening at home, it looks like an aerial Google like maps snapshot, like satellite view of a city, but it's shaped Brad like, Hampton, like a man's head in portrait view. Yeah. It's yep. Manhattan, but it's a guy named oh, Brad. Okay, <laughs> Brad Hat. Brad Hat. I see. So yeah, it's so, not true. I just made that up. <laughs> so the main character dude has a bit of a beautiful mind thing going on with scraps yeah. of trash that he finds around the city, and he's going to his therapist and telling her about this stuff. And she's like, "I thought you were getting better, but kind of seems like maybe not." <laughs> You're a crackpot. Um, but yeah, it <laughs> seems kind of chill, nonchalant for a therapist. Right. Yeah. No, but uh, so there's some crazy prophetic stuff that's going on. It's a lot of foreboding and foreshadowing for stuff that I'm sure is going to come up. Yeah, how, how they're going to connect that weird guy collecting nails underneath dumpsters and right. stuff to the to the, the 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 preacher guy that's in the comic. What right. I do yeah, in the privacy just... when I'm not at work is my business, Travis. So <laughs> you had me at hello. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, the one that Ian's been wanting me to talk about. This so whole, you've whole you put it all the way at the bottom. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, it's just I was building back up to it. No, it's so it's a it's a fantasy story with a bit of a weird. Uh, it's, it's got a sci-fi bent to it in there, um, but the story is this: uh, this king is slain at the very beginning of the comic, and his son, who is not ready to be king, is thrust into that role. And it uh, it jumps the timeline forward a little ways and shows um, the thing the fallout of his dad dying around him taking you know taking over his clan as it were, um, and then kind of at the end spoilers I guess a little bit but it's part of the pitch is uh, aliens attack in this medieval world. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Vikings and aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's gonna be a crazy ride. The artwork was great. Um, it was it was really good. I I liked it. Yeah, definitely. That's right, because I was asking you about it yesterday, and then I started talking about Outlander for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Have you ever seen the movie Outlander? No. Oh, I thought you were talking the TV show. No, no, <laughs> That's no, what no. I thought he was talking about. <laughs> no, Jesus comes from outer space to fight the Predator with Vikings. Oh, oh that yeah. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, no, yeah. no. <laughs> I love that movie. No. <laughs> why? No, Mr. Griffin, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have a bit of television slash movie news. Um, John Favreau is signed on to produce and direct the first live-action Star Wars t- television show. That for, sounds great. For the yet-to-be-named Disney Channel Streaming pay service. service. Oh, that doesn't sound great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vin Diesel has signed on to play Bloodshot in Sony's new movie. 
Go Valiant fans. You Yay. <laughs> Yay. I hate all of that. Lacey. Oh, Rob God, wait. No, I Valiant? just realized who you were Valiant's talking about. No. Hold on. Right? Hold no. On. I got to talk about Valiant. Go oh ahead. <laughs> I have a Valiant comics collection of the Super Mario Brothers comic. Oh, from Valiant like, did that? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Nice. Um, I want to say their logo is on the cover, but it's a hardbound thing. It's a collection of all these Mario comics, and they're insane. Like, the, the second half, they start off pretty normal, but you get to the, the second half of the stories, and there's this dude. This is when the original Game Boy came out. And there's this dude that works at, like, an electronics store. And he looks like a real schlub. And he he becomes, like, psychotically obsessed with the Game Boy. So much so that, like... And then... And then this is when, like, Mario Land 2 or whatever the Game Boy game came out. And it was Tatanga, like, the weird villain that nobody oh, yeah, remembers. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he, like, brainwashes the guy from the Game Boy, like possesses him, convinces him to start, like, throwing bricks through windows to steal more Game Boys. Oh, my it's, God. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. This but is in the comic? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll have to bring it in sometime. Yeah. It's, it's like I a fever dream this. on a Me page. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. You should, have you seen Travis's Mario minis? No. <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> They're oh, pretty God. Great. They're pretty great. He's creating this entire Mario world out of... Uh, Reaper miniatures for D and D. I thought they were edible for a second. I was excited. <laughs> no, no, not edibles. It's a whole different thing. <laughs> well, I'm Mario mushrooms. You know. John Favreau doing Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Abrupt left turn. I... Hey, Donnie, you called this one. Did I? Yeah, you said they were going to resume a brand new Star Wars series yeah. after they cut off Rebels on their new Disney. Well, they were talking animated. He's talking a live yeah, action. This is going to be a live action. What? First ever live action. So Star I was right. Wars They're going to step through the portal, and it's going to be live action. <laughs> <laughs> are they? Are they going to finally do Rogue Squadron? Oh, dude, that would be cool. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I would watch that. That would be really cool. <laughs> I miss. I, I miss those games so much. I, it's not a gaming podcast. I can't. I, I grew up with a lot of video games. The so. the Nintendo sixty four one. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that game too. Although I, you know, I, I was listening to a book on tape today, and there was a comment made in it that actually makes a lot of sense and bothers me. It's like the the Indiana Jones where he doesn't matter to the story and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that same type <laughs> of thing. How can an X wing be called an X wing? Because they don't use, have the letter X. Yeah, they don't use English characters. <laughs> I don't and that point was raised and that kind of broke that whole thing for me. Oh jeez. Because since because Kiri, there's no underwear in space. Gory. <laughs> <laughs> if if Goodbye everybody. Some people have got to get that. They got to know what I'm talking about. Kiri <laughs> Fisher. Yeah, George Lucas Rawless. said that to Carrie Kiri Fisher. Oh, that's right. No, you know what? Now that She you... wasn't allowed to wear underwear. Period. What? <laughs> yeah. No just in the Slave Leia costume or Any. just in the Any. entire series? This sounds like a weird Tom Cruise thing. <laughs> this sounds like a Weinstein <laughs> so thing. What, the dudes were going commando the whole time? There's no underwear in space, according to George Lucas. Well, That's so uncomfortable. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> I I, my question is, is the guy that had to wear the Chewy suit was he not allowed to wear underwear? Oh, that's like worst well, you, case scenario. You know Warwick Davis Baker. was... Oh, or, yeah. or Kenny Baker, not Donnie yeah, Baker. Kenny Baker Kenny shoved B- in that tin can, no <laughs> underwear. Just sweating his ass off. <laughs> Smoking a cigar robot. the whole time. <laughs> I hate everything about that. I don't. He's playing an ashtray with wheels. I mean, what else do you want? So, <laughs> speaking of audiobooks, I've been, I've been listening to The Secret History of Star Wars, which is a... Uh, unauthorized 
biography, or call it a biography, but history of this guy basically is putting together. He noticed a few years ago that George's stories have changed over the years. <laughs> like, oh, this is what happened during this. And then slightly different about five <laughs> years later in the telling. And so he's kind of been noticing that. So he went back and started interviewing all the other people and then taking their stuff and kind of sussing out what was probably more likely the true story. And oh, it's geez. a fantastic book. But the guy who the guy who narrates the book, the guy who's reading it, is a voice actor that does the most incredible George Lucas impression I've ever heard. <laughs> My God. And through the whole thing, anytime they're like Lucas said, he drops into George Lucas's voice. He does the same thing with Harrison Ford and everybody else. He just does these oh impressions God. that are spot on. And it's it's the best book. Like it is so fun to listen to. <laughs> I that sounds fantastic. It I'm is amazing. So the guy that does it did this like comedy video called a uh, weekend with George or something like that where this guy comes out to Skywalker Ranch and is like walking around with him interviewing him as George Lucas. Oh my god. And it's the wackiest <laughs> video I've ever seen. He's like, yeah, "That's a zebra over there." And he's like, "That's really cute." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to eat it." <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a KFC commercial but with George Lucas. Yes, but it's so spot on. It's amazing. You got to go look for it. Oh my god, that's amazing. I love that. So while while we're on Star Wars, uh, a little bit ago, a YA book came out called Leia of Alderaan. Oh, yeah? That kind of tells Princess Leia's adolescent story and, you know, her first meeting with uh, Laura Dern's character and, like, how they kind of came up together and explained their backstory a little bit. It is getting a manga treatment. What? Yeah, so Leia of Alderaan is going to be a manga. That's awesome. I'm pretty excited about it. Nice. I wonder Did, what John Favreau's Star Wars is going to look like. Does, can, as long can as any... it doesn't have the, um, wow, I, I dropped the ball on that joke <laughs> so hard. <laughs> well, no, what I was going to say was, can anybody? Don't worry about it, Corey. It's okay. Wow. You look cute doing it, so I, you're fine. Wow. <laughs> I felt a brain cell die. That's horrid. I watched it. <laughs> and I'm sorry, man. It's, it was right Go there. On. Yeah. George pointed it out. Thanks, George. Mm-hmm. We'll work on that later. Can anybody give me a John Favreau stylistic signature at all? I can't think of a single thing that I sticks out in my mind as like John Favreau. Every time I see one of his movies, there isn't something that's Favreauian. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, precisely. Sure Back and forth, witty dialogue, quick wit. Well, is that what it is? Yeah. Clucks. <laughs> Leonardo, Leonardo. Yes, yeah, so I, I stepped no, on you again. Dang it! I like it when you step on Donnie. I'm Vince kind of to appreciate That's him. who I couldn't think of. Oh my god! Holy crap! I need to go stand in the corner. <laughs> avocado sticker for Vince Vaughn. But Vince Vaughn, what's wrong with avocados? That was just They're not the, bananas. It was the antithesis of the banana sticker. I love avocados. Me too. Well, yeah. All right. But like the opposite of glitter. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. It's two Herpes? things that turn brown real fast. <laughs> Um, okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god! I just melted your brain. It just went into another dimension. Oh my god! Those jokes were completely separate, but they worked together so well. <laughs> so, Corey, did you know, as a Patreon subscriber, we give away extra goodies for being a subscriber? No, tell <gasps> me more. 
So, we not only do they get unaired extra episodes. Which are coming, we promise. Eventually, if we get our butts in gear. We have them. Tonight, we're doing our first <laughs> drawing for our Patreon subscribers. We're actually going to be giving away a copy of Exploding Kittens. Woo! So, we're going to draw deep into the bag and you pull for- out a winner. Wait, you forgot? Okay, go ahead. What? What, what did I forget? Who? You, what? You forgot Johan, the shirtless prize boy. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have. <laughs> we forgot to feed him. He's dead. Oh. Yeah. So Johan you made that so much worse. Johan, you are to report to HR. So our winner is after pulling out of the bag, Shane Yoakum. So Shane, what? if you are actually Yay, listening Shane. to this dribble, come on down <laughs> to the store, and uh, we'll have a copy of Exploding Kittens for you back behind the counter somewhere. And all Patreon subscribers get entered into this. Uh, we, pro- we might not be able to do monthly drawings, but we will be doing them periodically. So It'll be some yeah. fun stuff. Keep listening, and uh, we do promise to get you the After Dark episodes here shortly. And the soup recipe. <gasps> and, and my sound effect will probably just randomly play here in a minute. <laughs> you push the button. It's <laughs> just waiting. Just nothing. Waiting. <laughs> oh, my God. I so. I can't wait. Since Johan didn't come out. <laughs> Halfbor uh, Bjornsson, a.k.a. The Mountain from... Pick words you uh, can speak. <laughs> no. Okay, fine. You, you only become better by its failing. <laughs> You're not failing at all. <laughs> so, Halfbor Bjornsson, a.k.a. The Mountain from Game of Thrones, recently tried to break the world's record for throwing a washing machine. <laughs> I didn't know there was one of those. <laughs> I didn't either, but he failed at it. Okay. Oh. Got mad <laughs> and immediately set up to become the strongest man in the world, and went and broke the world deadlift record what? by deadlifting one thousand forty-one pounds. Oh man, I remember without shooting that. blood out of his eyes. That's what? <laughs> How much? That's a that's a half a ton, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, it's it, it's forty-eight pounds shy of weighing as much as the lowest weighing car, which is a sm- uh, smart two-person car. Tell me they filmed this. I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah. God. It's actually there's there's a couple of uh, of like nutrition supplement companies yeah. that sponsored the whole thing. Did they have like a martial arts competition afterwards, where a bunch of guys in white geese came out and beat on the car until it exploded? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been regulation otherwise. Okay. <laughs> I, I love mean, recycling. Can we talk about how some of these stupid things get in Guinness Book of World Records, like the longest washing machine throw? What purpose does this actually serve? And how do they choose which which item gets put in the Guinness Book of World so Records? So you call them and say, hey, I want to be in the book for this. And they're like, okay. What happens? <laughs> because I've seen every Saturday morning cartoon of the wacky kids trying to break a world record so their name can be in the book. Right. They're like, no, this is too hard. All the conventional ones are really, really hard to do, surprisingly. Not surprisingly at all. So then they start doing the wacky ones, like washing machine throws and eyebrow hairs. What was, what was, wasn't there an episode of like Rob Deerdeck's show where he tried to break the most world records? Right, yeah. in one In one day. day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Can someone explain to me the physics of how you throw a washing machine? Like, is there a fulcrum involved? You lift Did with I your have... legs. Is there a cliff? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, you jerk violently with your back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a certain brand washing machine. Has it got to be a front loader? I mean, what, is it full of clothing? What is a regulation washing machine? 
<laughs> Call Guinness. I don't know. The plug, it's you the brought this up. I want answers. Oh, my God. Obviously, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> we got to go to the source on this. Call. Can we get a guy from Guinness on here? Oh to my God! Or from Maytag or something? I was going to say. Okay, call but we Maytag can't have him here without trying to break a world record. They're just going to send the guy from Eureka to sit in the corner and look sad anyway. <laughs> Do you think they have a world record for the person who's wasted the most of their time? Oh God! Like, I think we'd be on that episode. Oh jeez! The guy with the fingernails. Well, the, the person who's <laughs> called them the most and be like, I, "I've got a unique world record." Wait. Like most time, I blew my nose in one day, and oh. then they sit around for like a day. And then they're like, no, actually, there's a guy over in Cuba that uh, he's a prolific noseblower, and he's done it 20 times more than you. So see ya. And then he calls them next week, and they have to send people out, because that's their job at Guinness, is to go mm-hmm. determine the world record. Mm-hmm. So they fly somebody out from corporate, and they're like, okay, George, here we are again. What are you going to show me you got this week? Uh, we've got a, I've got a, um, the, the biggest belly button in the world. <laughs> no, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, George. Actually, oh. turns out over in... South Korea, an escapee from the north, <laughs> her belly button is actually three times larger than me, and I'm sorry. Right, Most you know, Try again next week. Consumed while riding a tortoise. That person would eventually win. The longest, <laughs> the world record, the current record holder for the longest um, uninterrupted podcast episode is 41 hours. I don't even want to try. Come on! <laughs> yeah. No, nope, not that interested. Sounds, that sounds bad. We can take shifts. <laughs> Is there a record for the guy who made it through listening to it? Like, <laughs> oh. shut up. The house. It's just filibustering. <laughs> and now we're going to read the Idaho's phone book. <laughs> I kind of want to listen to it now, just on like chipmunk speed. See if I can oh, knock yeah. it down to like 20 hours. Mm. <laughs> oh, you broke her. She's gone. <laughs> Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, so we were talking about who should play Blade, since Wesley Snipes apparently hasn't been invited back. He's 90? Yeah. How old is Blade? No, no, because he's... He's immortal. He's done, done like, three interviews saying when Marvel wants to do another Blade movie, I would be more than happy to do it. Marvel's not going to come knocking, dude. Why? Nicolas Cage isn't coming back as Ghost Rider either. Just let them go. (laughs) Thank Thank God. God. No, but, I mean, he's not the most perfect person in the world, but Wesley Snipes is Blade. I'm sorry. I'm not arguing. I'm just Okay, saying. so why can't maybe, he do another Blade? Maybe because they did a TV show. Nicholas Cage is Blade. Oh, no. No. I will Golden crawl ticket. over we this counter right now. He already has a pyramid. You. It'll be Jason Momoa. I will. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Oh, that, that was daggers. Daggers. <laughs> I will lose, but I will get a couple good punches in. No. Fair. Fair. <laughs> Uh, oh no, no! <laughs> I like the idea of John Boyega being Blade. If Wesley Snipes isn't going to do it, though, didn't he say he was playing a villain here soon? John Boyega. John Boyega. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought he came Weird. out during an AMA and said that he was in talks to play a villain at some point. In That'd the be future. really good. Have you ever seen Attack the Block? Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong guy. No, I that's a great movie. That is a great movie. Aliens invade this little block in in England. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the the like street tough kids. Nice. It's oh, cool. really, 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 really good. That's the movie that got him Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, absolutely him. Okay, that's who I thought it was. Yeah, Flynn, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. the only thing I've ever seen him in was Star Wars, and he was this really like 
super likable character so even him playing blade is kind of a reach for me but i feel like he could probably do it he should have been cloak yes <gasps> yes no no that <laughs> not he's joke. better than the guy they cast well, yeah probably what, what was what was cloak and dagger in oh you there, yeah, he was he gone last that's right last. you didn't listen to the oh episode yeah i didn't i'm sorry we're not you know that important well, come so, on so if you want to wow. know <laughs> All right, I, I guess I'll listen to the last episode. <laughs> Available so, for free the, on the iTunes. Guy playing <laughs> Cloak, she's she was very right. He looks like the kid from Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah. He looks really young and not Cloak. Huh. Yeah. It was an interesting casting choice. Yeah. Sure. Not... What well, was Dagger? She looks right. She okay. was a yeah. blonde girl. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> okay. honestly, uh, that one, any little blonde girl is going to... You yeah. can't say that on International Women's Day. Yeah, you can talk about blondes however you want. Nobody cares. Really? Yesterday, <gasps> I thought yesterday was International No, it's today. No, it's today. no but think about it. Cloak Ian. and Dagger, if you remember, yeah. in the comics, right. he's basically got all the backstory, and yeah. then Tawny, I think was her name? Something like sure. that. <laughs> Nothing. Just Yeah, she's a pretty... I never read Cloak and Dagger. She's not... Know. There was very little about her. It's I mean, not it that there's nothing to her. It's, it's just she's very the antithesis She's one-dimensional compared to Cloak. This is hilarious considering the fact that the last Cloak action figure I saw that somebody made was literally just a Cloak that was supported by the fact that it was like... Because there's nothing there, right? That's the whole, that's Cloak's shtick is the fact yeah. that like it, there's a floating head and then a Cloak. And yeah, and then there's like an abyss. Which, this is yeah. a hilarious conversation because her character traits represent his physical traits. <laughs> 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 it's not that there's nothing to Nice. Zing. Nice. It's that he's very, very intense. And the fact that she's the antithesis of him is she's she's really not. She just is there to be on his team. <laughs> just be like, stop being so emo. It'll be fine. <laughs> Did you guys see that uh, Nick Offerman got cast in The Good Omens? Yes. I'm excited. As about what? I don't know which character okay. he oh. got. Yeah, uh, <laughs> who cares? It's Nick Offerman. Yeah, no, yeah. right. No. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> he plays one of the fatherly characters. I don't think he's. Um, I can't think of the characters. He's not the Scotsman or the the old oh, witch that hunter. That would have been so good. That would have been really good. Actually, maybe. Um, that would have been so. Speaking good. of Nicks, though, Nickelodeon has confirmed <laughs> they're bringing <laughs> back the Nick Nick Nick. Why'd you stop? I don't know. To Sorry. Me, go ahead. Man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Blue's Clues, man. Uh, Did you see the John Cena picture of, of John Cena I casting? I want to see that. Wait. Wait, John Cena's going to be the new Steve? As, uh, 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 yeah. We're done. Wait. What? So OG Steve isn't coming back, though. No, that guy's doing coke somewhere. Yeah, no. I think, I think <laughs> oh, being no. on Blue's Clues <laughs> seriously broke that guy. He's not George crazy. He's kind of uh, weird, he but he's not like. I heard stuff. Yeah, no, there's. there's no, he traveled with the the Flaming Lips doing puppet shows during yeah. their stuff. Yeah, and doing coke. Yeah, he was yeah, he was filming the show at the time, Corey. <laughs> okay, yeah. I heard a rumor that him and a guy in OK Go were the same person. Uh, <laughs> Which he acknowledged. And yeah, with chops. Thought that was pretty yeah. funny. Isn't he George Burns's grandson? Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> You're kidding me. No, no, absolutely not. God, Steve Burns is related to George Burns. I now understand why Blue's Clues exists and why it is the way it is. Why? Oh. Is that no. the John Cena one? Yeah. That's fantastic. It, uh, I, that's the yeah, only they took, He hosted the Kids' Choice Awards. Right, but they were... He wanted to, and he came out during it? Yeah. And he auditioned to be Steve. God, that's amazing. <laughs> Here's no. the mail. <laughs> that was the first thing that went through my head when somebody said Blue's Clues. What, here's the mail? Yeah. 
<laughs> it always does. I that that, that song you. comes into my head every time the male guy every shows up. Time. <laughs> is it is it because I yell <laughs> male time every Partially, time he gives me? But the it's mail. already going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can tell we're all either really messed up or parents. <laughs> or both. I I was a child when that was oh, right. airing. Sure. Yeah, okay, so. we have a couple. Yeah, that were in the de- demographic. Yeah, I was key. So real quick, one more thing. Uh, Paizo came out this week. Pathfinder playtest for Pathfinder 2.0. Yep. Ooh. So ten years deep into Pathfinder, they're like, hey. <laughs> We see D&D doing really well over there. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of new players. Tweaks and stuff. So it looks like it's going to be pretty rad. All the stuff I was reading about it, it looks pretty amazing. It does. It sounds like the the little things that they've teased about what they're changing sound like they're not like ripping off 5th edition. They're still doing their own Pathfinder thing, but they are streamlining and making a few things easier for new players, which has always kind of been the hurdle for Pathfinder. Yep. So that's going to be good. I'm excited. We're going to have Richard on to talk about it good. as it gets closer. Good. Sweet. No birthdays this week, though. No birthdays at Cause, all. Because we're bad at homework. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was born this week. So you going to talk about the one anniversary this week? <gasps> yes, I am. Okay, good. I had to save it for the end. Derek would lose his brain. I, that's why I think. And if I and it. if I save it for the last thing we talk about, it, then he has to listen to the whole episode. <laughs> that which works. is fair. Yeah. <laughs> so Tuesday was uh, the twenty or Wednesday was the twentieth anniversary of the Big Lebowski. Or as Dudeus, uh, <laughs> such as myself, uh, we observe Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's amazing. <laughs> yep, you got to have a viewing, and and <sighs> it was it's uh, twenty years of, and so I was I spent the day reading a bunch of fantastic fan theories about. The Big Lebowski. Oh yeah. One of which was Donnie was just a manifestation that only Walter could see. Yeah, oh my God. yeah, of, yeah. That's the best his, one of his PTSD. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that's heartbreaking. <laughs> he was one of his buddies who died in Nam, and he just ended up with his ashes at the end of the movie. And that's why he's the only one that yells at him or talks to him. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the only hole in that is the the phone's ringing, dude, and the dude says, "Thank you, Donnie." Oh, yeah. that's okay. the only time that that really breaks it. But I mean, other than that, it is kind of a cute theory. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Re- I There's, forgot that's about that. Heartbreaking. One what are you talking about? <laughs> no, just that Walter's that insane, and the dude's oh like, God. "That's okay." He's just yelling at nothing. It's fine. Yeah, keep moving. Yeah. Steve Buscemi is a ghost. <laughs> in life and in the Big Lebowski. <laughs> mm. Jimmy's dead. Boardwalk Empire. Anybody? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that. You show. have to give people a chance to like. Get in on it. You can't I'm, just be like, nah, nobody. I'm, out. I'm terrified of rejection. I try to not give less, people the opportunity. Less Red Bull for you. <laughs> if you guys want me to do the research and the homework for our segments like birthdays, all you got to do is ask. Oh, and just because we're on, we're on doing the episode right now, I'm going to go ahead and assign Katie the first newsletter. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if you want me to do that. Too late. Oh, God. Okay. We drew straws. By by that I mean there's a straw right here and I chose you. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's oh. the newsletter going to be? Whatever we'll, we'll I find want. Out. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna take turns writing it for the Patreon subscribers. Where Sick. can they, where can they find that? They can find it at patreon.com 
and then just search that, that's AU the dra- radio. That's the straw that Very I drew. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Travis literally drew a straw on his notepad. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can hit us up on Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter, and the ever popular <laughs> AU radio or podcast at advunderground.com as I screw that up. I podcast knew I would. at advunderground.com, everybody. One more time for Amanda. Podcast at advunderground.com. I think I'm just going to make Katie record a little PSA at the end that says all this stuff so I don't have to worry about it. Hell yeah. Because I'm going to screw it up every week. <laughs> Let's Just misinformation. That's how we'll succeed. Yeah. <laughs> Available for iTunes. Oh, I can't talk either. See, you infected me. Indeed. We're not drunk enough. That's the problem. Yeah. You oh, by that, I mean at all, <laughs> unfortunately. Nobody brought the flask this week. I know. We screwed it up. Uh, you're you going to be mad if you find out that I actually did? At this point in the cast, absolutely. Travis, you had, actually, you have way more than one job over there. Yeah. I can't be mad at you. I always forget it's there. <laughs> That's... Not a Impolite. Bad thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah I guess, guess it means I'm not a lush. <laughs> it's not polite oh to talk about. Oh <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I think that wraps up this week. Uh, George, thank Corey. you very much. Thank you, Corey. Donnie. Zabadoo. <laughs> Yabba Zabadoo. <laughs> Abba Zabba, you my only friend. <laughs> Quacko. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm done with all of you. Travis. Thank oh, this you, last bit's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> now is when I'm going to start going back around everybody's names again. And Travis and Katie and Ch- Channeling Greg. Anyway, good night, everybody. On that note, nothing can kill the grimace. <laughs> sounded You've been listening to AU Radio. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio is a production of Adventures Underground and G Wiz Multimedia Productions. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. <laughs>